Good evening, boy. Two times Tuesday, back in action. How's everybody doing? I'm feeling good. This is a jam idea. Ready to rock? But yeah, the week literally flies by. Like we do it, we do a Twin Tides Tuesday, and then next thing I know, I'm like scrambling. Yo, what are we doing for this week? <laughs> oh, what we should do is get our viewers involved. We'll start asking them some questions. What they want to kind of show. Good idea too. Uh, yeah, we got we got some uh, we got some announcements for this week, so that'll be that'll be good to get them involved. Uh, some feedback that I'm looking for moving forward. So nice. we'll, uh, we'll we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, yeah, big exciting Tuesday, Kevin. How was your day today? It was good. Back at work, um, getting ready for the snowstorm coming up tomorrow. So we'll see how crazy that's going to be, but. Um, Good to be back. I'm good to be back on here with you guys. You got a snowblower, right? I do. New new snowblower this year, making my life a little bit easier. So there you go. I'm gonna dig out the three cars and everything. So won't break yeah. my back this time. <laughs> Last time it snowed, I we didn't shovel a path. We didn't take out my snowblower in the back, and I had to do it all by hand. It was, and that was when it was like that. Remember that bad snowstorm that we got? Like not too Every long. Farm. It was all shovel. So. <laughs> Get your real work out in. Yeah, seriously. Go with the face. How was your day today? How's it going? Glad to be back this week, guys. Day was going. I'm just uh, I'm glad to be back on a Tuesday, man. Uh, you know, work was good today. Uh, it was a beautiful day. Uh, a little cold, but um, a little better than I guess the storm coming up. But uh, I definitely was looking forward to tonight. So missed you guys last week. So yeah, man. How was dinner? What'd you get? Dinner was good. Um, went by my girlfriend's house. Had, it was my birthday about a week and a half ago, so they made me a nice uh, sausage and pepper. So oh, there um, you go. It was really good. Well, King. So everybody watching, if you guys missed Joe's birthday, please comment with a huge happy birthday to Joe. He's getting old. <laughs> Thank you, I am. Of course, Andrew. We're, we're we're getting there. We're getting there. Right. How was your day, Mike? Now it's your turn. Oh boy, my day. So. Got a lot of work done, um, trying to get a good show together, trying to work with some new uh, designs and stuff for Twin Tides that are coming up, some new shirts and new gear. So that's stuff to get excited for, and that's uh, some stuff that we want to get feedback for. So we'll talk about that a little bit later. But that is in the mix, and that is coming up super soon. And other than that, uh, I did not get to go to physical therapy today. My shoulder is going to fall off at some point. So if that happens during this show, um, Kevin, you got me to the hospital. All right, I'm the only one with the car, so yeah. <laughs> so, so let's dive right in here, um, Kevin. What uh, what do we got up this week? What is a good book that you have been really into or that's been getting you going? All right, so this is a very simple book. Uh, it's kind of sports related a little bit, but it kind of ties into you know life and leadership. And so here's the book. I'll show you guys right here, the John Wooden book. So a lifetime of observations and reflections on and off the court. So it's, I don't know if you guys know, John, what it is. He was actually uh, one of the famous UCLA uh, basketball coach. He actually won 10 NCAA, NCAA championships in 12 years. That's pretty crazy. If you ask me, including 88 straight games. So that's unbelievable. So <laughs> clearly the guy knew how to coach the teams and he has a lot of good, uh, you know, very simple tips in here. And he, I like how he breaks it down. Um, you know, each chapter, 
and they're very simple kind of anecdotes where he's learned from different players and stuff. So the first chapter is actually family values and virtues kind of talks about how he grew up, um, you know, how he applied that to his life and, you know, to his basketball team. And, you know, as he was coaching these players and these teams, right. uh, the next one was success achievement and competition. So he kind of talked a little bit about the team, how he, you know, coached these guys and really, you know, X a lot out of them. And, um, it was really, you know, cool stuff there. And then um, he talks a little about, you know, coaching, teaching, and you know, being, being a leader, you know, how he kind of inspired his team and kind of lessons he kind of learned from his, you know, his family, his, you know, his different mentors. And he has this whole pyramid of success that he based all this stuff on. So really great read, very simple. Like I said, uh, kind of breaks down very simple um, little, you know, little chapters talking about different topics. So I would definitely recommend it and, you know, kind of fits the whole, you know, vibe here that we have with Twin Tides and just kind of better yourself, reflecting on, you know, what you've done in the past, where you want to kind of go in the future and just, uh, you know, making goals and staying along those lines of those goals and kind of learning from others. And it's so definitely recommend it. Oh, yeah. He's a stud. Yeah. John Wood is a legend. I think he got a coach of the century. Actually, he got awarded with. Oh, really? He <laughs> named him uh, coach of the century. Um, and obviously when you can win. You know, ten NCAA championships in twelve years. I mean, I'm sure he deserves it. So. Oh yeah, <laughs> pretty cool stuff. What was like, what was one of his big quotes? Uh, one of his quotes are like one of my favorite. It's uh, if you fail to prepare, you're preparing to fail. That's he has some awesome. There you go. Yeah, he was big in preparation. You know, that's was all his thing. He said, when you're prepared, you're, you know, you're always ready for stuff and can always do. And he said, you know, he, the practice was even more uh, important than the games. You know, his teams would just prepare so much that when they got to the games, it really wasn't. A game it was just they were so you know ready to go and they knew it was coming and it's just like anything in life and the more prepared you are the more confident you are to talk to things and you know handle situations and um i like that that's a good quote preparation i think in general just in life and business anything that you want you always want to be prepared and ready to go when you know life throws you stuff at you so there's always things that happen and uh you know, preparation is very key so definitely yeah but i'll share some uh quotes um I'll go through it again. And, you know, yeah. What was, what, was your, what was your like favorite thing out of the book? I really liked, you know, talking about when, you know, how he was brought up with his family and how he applied that, you know, back in the day, you know, everybody was so different than nowadays with all the technology and stuff and how it just, like I said, preparation, doing the right thing, um, learning values from his family, and, you know, applying that towards his team and, you know, being a coach in general, like, you know, how you can, you can, you know, empower so many different people and, by teaching the values you learn, you know, over the course of your life and then kind of you know, sharing with, with, you know, these players and even just, you know, hearing all the stuff that the players came back and talked about him and how that affected his life so much. And, um, you know, even just the simple things, you know, you don't have to be a great coach, but if you, you teach the right values, hard work, preparation, um, character, I mean, that's really stuff that, you know, it's the backbone of success. So um, that's really what I took from it. So there's just so much stuff, good stuff in there. It's, I can be here for forever, but I would definitely recommend it. And, Maybe even I'll break it down to even some more quotes and stuff, you know, as we go forward in the next couple of weeks here too. All right, cool. Joey the face. Hey. What has been tickling your ears lately, buddy? All right. So it's been a good <laughs> week for music. Um, I have four top music choices from the week, and I will play them for you right now. Quick uh, little excerpts of it. All right. So never really was a big country fan. Uh, just got into country a little bit, but uh, I'm sure you guys have heard this all over the radio. Um, it is – Baby, uh, oh, sorry, BB Rexa, uh, meant to be with Florida Georgia Line. Actually, a great song, one to get you going. It kind of gets you excited for spring. Oh, so, uh, I hope you guys can hear it. 
Big country fans over here. Especially for my country fans. I know there's a lot of country fans out there. And then uh, our second song of the week, um, one of my favorites. Um, I am kind of a big Bruno Mars fan, so I don't know. I was in the car the other day and uh, popped on the new Cardi B on the scenes in it too. But uh, it's called Finesse. Definitely a good one. It's got that old school feel to it. Mike, I know you dig this one. Come on. That's it, man. That's it. So, Finesse is up there. And then we have um, this one I really like. This is definitely a different one. I don't know if you guys heard of it about it before. Two totally different genres of music. Um, just two uh, artists coming together. They're both amazing. Uh, Ed Sheeran and uh, Eminem. I don't know if you guys heard this song called It was a really good song. It kind of starts off a little slow, but has that impact from uh, Eminem in there. But uh, definitely good vibe. I'll play a little, uh, little bit of it right now. So. So let the river run. He's coming home with his neck scratch to catch black. And then I'm always killing Brain's great too, man. He's talented dude. That's a good combo. I didn't I didn't know that they did that. That's pretty sick. Yeah, it's called uh Cold River. Check it out. It's actually it's actually a really good song. They uh they they mix really well together. You wouldn't think of that, but uh they definitely do. And then uh my fourth song of the week that uh is definitely uh wanna get you going, get you pumped up for the night. Um, it's uh, by Zed and Marion Morris, I'm pretty sure. Um, yep. uh, Fiddle. I don't know if you guys heard of it. Nice. Uh, no one, yeah. by Zed. Definitely a good one. Um, catch you ready for the party. So. so pull me closer. Why don't you pull me close? Why don't you come on over? You got a great voice, too. Oh, yeah. I know when I'm listening to that, I'm ready to start, uh, you know, just going to party and hang out with friends. <laughs> So, nice. I like the mix. A little bit of everything this week. So that's my. Uh, All right. That's good stuff, dude. Hey, you know what, too? We also got we also got some love from Kieran for you. He said happy birthday. Oh, thank you, Kieran. Thank you. You know what? I got to throw a happy birthday back to him because his birthday, I think, was like a week after mine, maybe. So I got to give him a happy birthday, too. So that yeah, happy, happy birthday. Birthday, Kieran. <laughs> Awesome. So uh, before we get to like our list of topics here, a little rundown, um, there was another tip that we have for you this week and getting back to some of our success tips and, you know, stuff that you want to get done in life. Um, really just how to get a business started. So um, it's actually way easier than you might think. And even if you want to just start getting selling, uh, whatever it is that you have, or just really get in business, the easiest thing to do would be to just start with filing a DBA before you have to start you know, whether you, before you even decide whether you want to like form an LLC or, uh, you know, a, a corporation or something like that, just start with the DBA where you can print that form online, fill it out, put the name of what your business, what you want your business to be. And I think it's less than $40 uh, where you just go down to the court, file it with them, and you can start operating under that name and you can sell under that. People can write checks to you under that business if you're selling online. That's the name that you're going to use and get paid out to, and you know it's not going to hold you liable for anything in terms of like your own personal assets and stuff like that. So, um, look that up. Just I would just Google DBA form and print it out if you want to get going. That's the easiest way to do it. You know you can do that in a day if you want. And um, you know Ke Kevin and I did that not too long ago. Uh, yeah. And. You know, we've been we've been rocking with that for we rock we used that for a long time uh, when we started our, our first business and uh, you know that's just what gets you going. So, 
And just to give you an idea, DBA stands for doing business as. So basically, instead of doing it as a personal person, you do it as a, you know, a name, like technically your business. And all you really have to do is just go to your county clerk and they'll file for you, like Mike said, like 35, 40 bucks, and you're good to go. And you can start, you know, on your way. But it's that so, first time kind of getting out there. And yeah. Are you guys kind of like almost buying the rights to the name of your company and stuff like that? Is, is that how it kind of goes a little bit? Technically, yeah, it allows you to open up a you know a bank account for your you know person under that you know name. Uh, allows you to get checks, you know, get money from people as well. Um, just it's kind of just officializes what you're doing, and rather than just doing it you know, right. as yourself. So it's uh, it's pretty cool. There's a lot of good stuff online too. So if you have any questions, reach out. I tell people just Google it. There's tons of stuff in there, and uh, you'll be uh, flooded with all different DBA stuff. But it's good. It's very simple, like I said, and you kind of fill out the form and. Uh, you kind of go from there. So, yeah. Cool. So, if you're ready, started, just rock with that. If you have questions, hit us up. So, let's dive into some good stuff right now. The first thing I want to start with, everybody loves them. National Oreo Day. Um, I don't really, nice. love Oreos. Pretty excited. What's your favorite Oreo? I'll go first. I'm a big double stuff guy. First of all, the original. You know, I mean, we got all these crazy you know flavors now and everything, which is great. But um. I do like, you know, like the kind of unusual ones where it's like they mix in other kind of foods into it and stuff. But I am a big double stuff guy, so I think I'm going to stick with that for now. But I'll see what you guys think. Oh, yeah. Peanut butter is a good one, too, I feel like. Peanut butter. Red velvet is amazing, too. I'm not sure if you guys like that stuff, too. But, um, yeah, what's your favorite Oreo? You talking to me? Yeah, I'm talking to you. Oreo. <laughs> I have to agree. The double stuffed is the way to go. Definitely good. But, you know, I never tried this, and uh, my girlfriend uh, showed me this. She said it was from the Parent Trap. But uh, it's when you take, like, a regular Oreo. It's better with a double-stuffed Oreo. But you take an uh, Oreo, and then you put peanut butter on top of it, and cool. then you eat it together. It literally is the best combination I've ever had in desserts. So I definitely recommend it. That's awesome. Peanut butter, you can't go wrong. And then, I don't know, I'm a big fan of it. But You know what? When people do, when, when they came out with the mint ones, that just reminded me of toothpaste. Yeah. <laughs> the Halloween ones are good too. The Halloween ones are good. I like the Halloween ones. Yeah, that's a good one. Orange ones. Those are definitely pretty good. I like those when I was a kid too. What about you? What's your favorite Oreo? I mean, if they make a triple stuff, do they make that? Is that a thing? I feel like I thought it was- he might have, but I think it was just like too crazy. Uh, right, we're gonna stick it. I might be just be messing around. If like they one, I'd pick that. Um, they got the Oreo fins too. Those are pretty good. Yeah. And um, Anybody who has the skills and ability to bake an Oreo inside a cookie or a brownie is just like a genius. Yeah, that's that's the that's the ticker right there. <laughs> the Zeppelin's have cookies. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah, those are amazing. Fried Oreos, those are great too. Yeah. Yeah. Fried Oreos, fried a little bit. That's yeah, like Oreos. Small fat. If anybody, if anyone has an Oreo that we didn't name here, please comment it with your favorite Oreo. Oh, there we go. See, Christine knows the deal. Peanut butter. There we go. Peanut butter. <laughs> like every time you go to the store, you see another, you know, new kind of Oreo coming up too. So they're always uh, churning out new, new flavors. Just yeah. peas like in public. So like a pizza Oreo. You see that? <laughs> I didn't see that. I don't think that's fake. <laughs> That'd be a little weird. Um, all right. So yeah, let's chat us some, some more of your favorite Oreos. We love to hear it. Um, they're all good stuff. I wish I could eat more, but. Then I would require more gym hours. Um, <laughs> sorry, guys. The My shoulder falling off the bed. Oscars are on Sunday. Did you guys watch it? 
I did catch some of it. Um, I saw some of the winners and I saw a little recap show too. So a couple, uh, it was cool to see, you know, the guy from Key and Peele um, winning for Get Out. I heard that was a great movie. I still haven't seen it yet, but I've heard it. It was a little, a little it's, unique. It's but, uh, yeah, I heard it, it took him up forever to write it, and he went back and forth. He's like, ah, oh, I can't write this. No one's going to like it and see what happens when he goes through and keeps on going through, and now it guys wins an Oscar. So pretty pretty cool story, too. I only watched the end, and it was, like, it was messed up. I was like, yo, this is, like, who does, who thinks of this stuff? And my mom said there was like funny parts and I don't know where, where it would ever be funny in that movie, but. Very, very big movie, I think. And, uh, you know, a lot of people thought it was kind of different than anything else. So I think that was part of it too. So. Cover song, go what you think you got. And who knows what's going to happen, man. It's like. <laughs> I mean, that was the talk the whole night that that movie was maybe going to win, but. Um... Yeah. I guess it pulled through. I, I really got to see it. I haven't seen it. I, the concept looks pretty crazy, but yeah, I, I want to yeah, check it out as well. You know what I heard too? At uh, so like Jay Z had his after party, and what's it called? Uh, what's his face? Dave Chappelle like gets up on stage and like shush the crowd and like made Jordan Peele come up and like huh. give like if he would have won, what was your what would your speech be? And he made him like give a speech if he would have won. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of funny. I'm sure it would have been a good one. He's he's a he's a really funny dude. He yeah. feels good, yeah. So yeah. Is it's so creative, those guys. I mean, anything to do is funny. It's like it's amazing. And then how to do something so serious like that too, like with a movie like that. It's just these guys awesome. are talented. Joe, what did you, what did you like from the Oscars last night? Um, I liked a lot of the stuff. I just I you know, I thought Jimmy Kimmel was funny. Um, I know his ratings weren't all there for it from everyone, but I was a big fan of uh, him. Like. He made a lot of jokes of how if people shortened their speeches, like they would win a prize or they had people come out, I know, from different movies and just kind of like make funny things. But I thought it was hilarious when he pulled out the, um, what was it, the jet ski on stage and uh, like proposed it to everyone. They made it like it was like one of those uh, variety shows on TV. But uh, and actually he followed through with it. I thought it was actually going to be a joke. But uh, who won? I forgot. What was his name? I think it was um, Mark uh, something. He won at the end. It was, it was really funny, though. I was uh, – I got, I got a hit out of that. But, I mean, that's, was, yeah, Jimmy Kimball hosting the uh, the Oscars. That's what happens. So, you know what? There was another woman. I can't remember her name right now, but she won for I Tanya. She was that movie with uh, what's her face, Margot Robbie. Okay, yep. Her speech is so funny. Yeah, she came up on stage and she was like, "This was all me. Nobody else. Like I did this." But then, <laughs> then she started like talking about other people that you know helped, obviously. So. Um, it just wasn't expected. She just didn't look like that person who would just like, be like, oh. no, it was all me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Kobe Bryant even won something too, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Kobe won Someone, I saw somebody tweet about that. He's got more Oscars, which is only one, but more than like, uh, what's Brad Pitt. Yeah. Some um, of the top guys. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Leo only has one. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's crazy. Crazy. I heard, I heard he said uh, some Italian at the end. He ended it off with some Italian. He did, yeah, for his kids. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. He yeah. says, Tassi sono qui. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's talented, man. He's multilingual. He's all over the place, Kobe. So, yeah. You see these guys, you know, after, you know, retiring, they kind of put him to work and yeah. building businesses and helping out people. And it's pretty cool. So, I like, uh, I think people were interviewing him and I heard someone said that he said like, yeah, best boy, you know, they're just, you know, expect to dribble and just shoot, you know, they mm-hmm. career, but he kind of took it to the next level. I, I like when people do that and they're not just, they don't stick to one career, but they, you know, 
they outsource themselves to everywhere. I think that's right. Yeah. Especially when you have that much fame and like you're that influ- influential, it's, it's really, uh, really helpful to others. Yeah. You put it to work. Think about how driven these guys are too, you know, being professional, you know, basketball, baseball players at the highest level and then having to like not do that anymore and how competitive they probably are. And it's cool that they can put their, you know, areas and even just Derek Jeter, you know, buying the uh, Marlins and stuff and just you know, taking on these big tasks and, You'll see a couple of years later, you'll probably see. I mean, it's going to all work out for those guys. So keep on working hard and using your talents and the, the network that these people build over the years. And you really do a lot of, you know, impactful stuff, especially with the community and everything too. So all good stuff. Kevin was very excited when uh, when Derek Jeter got involved with the Marlins because then he gifted Stan right back to the Yankees. <laughs> as long as he's not, he's out of the NL East, man. I'm fine with that. I'll let you, we'll probably get her in the Yanks some, someday. So you guys got lucky. I'll be waiting for it. <laughs> Let's go, Yanks. Shout out, Yanks. So, if anybody had any favorite Oscar moments last night, please comment them. We'd love to share with them because we didn't watch the whole thing clearly. Um, but we'd love to get back to that. So, moving forward, we have March Madness coming up. Um, probably something to speak a little bit more about because basketball. So, Kevin, what is like your? Did you? Are you doing a bracket this year? Of course, man. You always got to do a bracket. Even if you don't know anything, you got to just at least try. I mean, how many times have our friends just won out of nowhere? You know, they just kind of fill it out and. Yeah, you know, man, all those upsets and uh, maybe win some money. So I'm definitely gonna do it. But I wish I was a little more prepared than I was. But got too much, uh, too much time in other areas, I guess. <laughs> I don't know any anything about basketball. I just wait for Butler to try and make it every year, and they're not having a good year this year. So I don't think they're gonna make it. Nice. Yeah, I'm a St. John's fan, but um, obviously they they didn't play as good early on, but they did beat off, you know, take off some top teams during the season. So yeah. good to see Chris Mullen get some uh, action there. Yeah. His, his prior team and good old New York. Yeah, man. Cause we don't really have a team over here. It's tough for us. You know, yeah. I don't want to just jump on the band where I can be a Duke fan. Yeah. Some more friends. I mean, Syracuse, <laughs> they say is New York's team too. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> they, uh, so like we're leading up to that right now. We got some tournaments coming up. I know the ACC tournament's going to be, is that next week, Kev? Yes. Okay, cool. So, uh, a bunch of our Duke friends are really excited for that. They already started, like, barking about going. So we'll see if they go there. I don't know if I'm going to go. But if Bonzi plays for Notre Dame, then I'm going. Bonzi, that's your guy right there. Yeah, Bonzi. He's a stud. <laughs> um, so moving forward, another thing that we got here, the NFL Combine. I know that was big this weekend. You guys yep. didn't catch that? Watch a little bit. It was, they did pretty well, a lot of them. Kipper Penn State killed it. Saquon Barkley? Yep. Yeah, dude, he's a stud. You know what? He, dude, 29 reps, uh, 225, that's a big deal. <laughs> that's I'm crazy. Throwing that up, dude. <laughs> yeah, more reps than Joe Thomas, which is a, a, a lineman. He had a, a faster 10-yard split than Deshaun Jackson. Um, his 40-yard dash was faster than Devin Hester, and his vertical jump was higher than uh, Julio Jones. So That's insane. That's a pretty good day. Julio <laughs> Jones. Yeah, so he's a talented guy, so we'll see. He might jump up to the you know first spot there, but uh, maybe the Giants will get a chance to get him. But we'll see. It's interesting, man. There's a lot of good players in this draft. Um, the one thing I was surprised to see, as far as forty times go, is that the the fastest forty time was like a was a four three two. No one cracked. No one put it posted like a four two something. Damn. Um, last year there's a bunch of those. Yeah, <clears throat> but. My two, of my favorite, some of my favorites. Um, I know Shaquem Griffin was a big one. Um, 
that guy is playing linebacker, like 240 pounds, and he ran a 4.38, which is – that's just unheard of. He's like oh. a guy playing linebacker. Bench presses with one hand. He right. He's got, he's got one hand. He's just um, got a little dub, and uh, <laughs> he still catches balls. He still, you know, makes interceptions. It's just insane. Um, I don't know. I haven't seen any tape of his, but does he play with, like, a club or something? Like, I don't think so. I think it's, um, you know, the, the regular nub, and then uh, the way he just catches the ball, he kind of just uh, right. you know, uses the body, and it's amazing, man. Like, some you see some guys dropping balls. They got two, yeah. two, uh, two hands out there, and he's making all these catches, and – Throwing up bench presses with a you know prosthetic hand on there, and it's it's amazing, man. I put your put your mindset to these things, man. And you can do anything. Yeah, so. I saw it. They so they they played it in slow motion, where like so this is his right hand, and then he used his like he put the ball in his arm, like in here, kind of. Yeah, it just came in so fast too. I don't know how he how he snagged this. Pretty cool. It's amazing. Practice, 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 man. I'm sure, dude. Sure. His left hand was amputated at a uh, young child because of uh, amniotic band syndrome, a rare congenital condition that caused excruciating pain. But that didn't stop him from putting up 20 best uh, bench press reps. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's His brother plays for the Seahawks, too. He's a D-back for the Seahawks. Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah. Pretty cool. Amazing. Um, there, man. A couple of my other favorite, two of my favorite guys that I saw this past weekend, um, uh, DJ Chark, another wide receiver at LSU, and they were talking about all the wide receivers from LSU. How they don't have, they haven't had good quarterback play, so like they don't get a lot of like attention. But once they go to the league, they're like all studs. So obviously Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, um, this guy yep. DJ Chark, he's six three, ran a four three four. He's a forty inch vertical. Like those those measurables are just insane. That'll like get you going right away. That'll hit you hit the ground running in the NFL there. Um, he was one who I think is going to be really good. And then another guy, probably my favorite, is Deron Payne. He's a Bama boy. Well, Todd. Um, Bam. 6'3". Dude, this guy is over 300 pounds. And he ran a 4'9", which is – That's, that's crazy. If you, got, if you get in his way, you're getting steamrolled. <laughs> the train hitting you, man. That's it, man. Oh, my God. It's nasty. Yeah, he's nasty. He, they're projecting to go to the Lions. Um it's going to be a first-round pick. I wouldn't be surprised if he continues to, like, rise up the draft boards between now and then, but that was all good stuff. My favorite name from the NFL Combine, Simi Cobbs Jr. Simi Cobbs. Simi Cobbs yeah. from, from Indiana is big wide out. Um, I'd be excited to get him. He'd be cool for the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, so you got that, uh, that little cheap, uh, cheap picture back there, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah. That's a squad. A squad right there. There's a throwback. That's that's still got Jamal Charles on that. Wow. Yeah, man. So I'm reading here just to add one thing. I think Rich Eisen ran his second best forty ever. Oh really? <laughs> he ran a five point nine seven. So, but he uh, he runs uh, the forty to benefit St. Jude's uh, Children's Research Hospital. Awesome. So even though he makes a little bit of a fool of himself, uh, it's still for a good cause, which is nice. So. But you know what? They make him run in a suit, which it's kind of skewing the results. Yeah, even Goodell too. I thought saw he ran one inside the uh, facility over there. Yeah, what he run? He ran like a five nine. I think so, something like that. Not too bad, but for a suit inside of an office, that's not bad at all. So I don't know. I think they got they got to give him like some new gear. They can't be running in suits. Yeah, leave it to the players. <laughs> yeah, it was a good combine. Um, so I'm excited for the draft. I'm a huge draft guy. 
I can't wait to see what happens. You know, the Chiefs don't have the first round pick. This will be fun to watch. Yeah, it should be interesting. Jets got the six picks, so I'm hoping maybe they get a quarterback, maybe Kirk Cousins, or maybe draft one. So we need to take ourselves out of the pit of misery. So um, it's been a struggle for them. Pit of misery. So Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Yeah, yeah, I'm a Jeff fan, man. Uh, like like uh, Kev was saying, man, we need to definitely get a bit of misery. We need to follow through some wins this year, and uh, I think yep. Kev, a good quarterback, will definitely help us. Back this year, but uh, we need some new life. We need some new life. Yep, got a lot of cash to spend too, so hopefully uh, they use it to get some good guys. So we'll see. But All right, good. Well, um, yep. fun fact: um, they're coming out. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I have a laughing problem. Um, they're coming out with a Christopher Robin movie. So, okay. I mean, I think I'm, it's out already. Is it? Yeah. When's it coming out? It's like the uh, Wonderful Life of uh, Christopher Robin, I believe. Yeah. I don't and think we'll it's it, right? It was actually I saw it. It was on. I was coming back from Florida. I saw it on the plane. So, you watched it? Is it good? Robbie's. She's like one of the maybe the moms or something. But is it good? Uh, I'm not sure how animated it is. I think it's more of the story of, you know, Christopher Robin and stuff, but I'm not sure how Winnie the Pooh and everybody gets involved, but <laughs> you got to watch it. <laughs> is he a real boy in it? Is it like a, is it like a person? Like yeah, he's... it's real. So it's like actual people. And then I guess I'm not sure how the, uh, the characters get. Is Winnie the Pooh like CGI, like Ted? It sounds like, it, it's starting to sound a lot like Ted. Yeah, I'm not sure. All I saw was just the, you know, the regular people. So I'm sure you know, as you go through the movie, they kind of, maybe they did jump down uh, like right. sitting down a hole or something, they go to like Wonderland or something. But <laughs> Wonderland, people start turn to cartoons and whatnot. But was uh, he Piglet or no? I did not see Piglet. No Piglet, no Eeyore. Uh, Eeyore's fabulous. Yeah, Eeyore's <laughs> just changing. <laughs> so oh, yeah. I, I, I heard a big, I heard a big rumor this week. I don't know if uh, you had it on your uh, your agenda over there, Mike. But um, what? What is it? I heard uh, Rush Hour is coming out with a new. Uh, they're coming out with another Rush Hour. All right, Rush Hour Four. I heard that too. on that. I'm kind of excited. They're a little, they're a little older, but I can still see them being like really funny together though. That's, yeah, that's still gonna. Oh, dude, that that combo is classic. It's classic. Yeah, classic buddy cop movie. They gotta they gotta definitely bring that back. That's gonna be a good one. I'm pumped for that. <laughs> I've heard some, uh, some you know positive rumors about it, so I'm, I'm I'm hoping it's like for real. So we'll see. Well, one thing I'm most excited for is Jersey Day. I'm waiting for that to come back. Jersey Shore is... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Joe's already got his blowout ready for April 5th. Dude, I'm, I'm growing it out, dude. He's growing it. Paulie doesn't, Paulie D doesn't even know what's coming. That's the yeah. Thing. What what color headband are you going to wear on that Thursday? Yo, listen. It's a surprise. I can't tell you. Oh, <laughs> GTL action. If you tune in, you'll, you'll find yeah. out. Everybody watched that night. Um... Rebecca, what are, what's going on? What, the, <laughs> what do you mean older? <laughs> what are you making fun of uh, older people? Yeah. I don't know. That wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with older. Older, it's uh, I don't know. I don't have a comment for that. There's nothing. There's, there's no such thing. Come on, you gotta give them something. You can't just be like ah. Uh. Older people go out to party. That's that's. They what do. Oh, uh, right there. You think young people go out to party? Older people not. You know what? I can vouch. Rebecca knows how to party. Does shout out Rebecca. We're cool. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so get just <laughs> so Jersey Shore. I've been watching it all week, and last week too. They've been playing the reruns, and uh, 
I'm ready to get back into that. That was a good. That was good stuff. That was are they a, actually going to be in Jersey? Where are they going? Like a certain? I know they're in Florence for one year, and uh, no, I think they might be back in Miami. Okay. Yeah. So bring it back to the old stopping grounds, back to uh, Seaside, see how they take new class in there. <laughs> you know what? They did that with the uh, when they went to Italy. They did half the season in Italy and half the season in uh, Jersey Shore. So that's um, awesome. Yeah. yeah actually, when I went to Italy, I actually saw all the places that I went to and the place they used to work and all the clubs they used to go to. So it was pretty <laughs> pretty surreal. And I heard all the people hating them over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, so. So a lot of good, a lot of good things to look forward to. Um, couple announcements. So, like I was saying, um, we got some new designs coming out. Um, please, we want to keep hearing your feedback. Send over any stuff that you want to see, as far as like apparel goes, shirts, bathing suit, something. Yeah. Whatever it is, if you have an idea for something, we'd love the feedback. And if we can make it happen for you, you know, we'll uh, we'll we'll work something out and, and get that going. So definitely, that stuff's going to be coming up and. Stuff that we're going to be adding to to uh, Twin Tides Tuesdays. We have um, we have a, a big interview next week. Um, this person uh, started her own architectural interior design firm on her own, and she's crushing it right now. So I'm excited to bring her on next week, and we're going to start adding some more. Like we're going to get out of the get out of the talk show style. We're going to get out in the field. We're going to start you know, um, bouncing around and going from place to place just to, uh, you know, spice things up and nice. share some experiences with people and, and show some of that cool stuff. So Joe, Joey, the face is going to be uh, pioneering that he's going to be spearheading that that's the word I'm looking for spearheading. And, um, he's going to be, uh, setting that good stuff up. So, uh, same time next week, Tuesday, seven fifteen, and we will have our super special interview next week. So, Kevin, Joe, excited to see you guys again next week. Kevin, I see you every day. And, uh, <laughs> <It's been sticky>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so everybody have a good night and, uh, we will see you next week. Take care. All right. Later guys.